back to On the Block with Strick and Nate on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to On the Block 93.7 The Ticket. My name's Nate Brennan. He's the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. 402-464-5685. Sorry, Raymond, text line on the Lincoln Hotline. As always, we want to hear from you. And Strick, we got to get to someone pretty important in the ranks of Husker uh, knowledge and Husker coverage. But I know first you wanted to address something, so I'll go ahead and let you do so. Yeah, I, I really had to address this because uh, – Kelsey, Kelsey, Mississippi Mud Dog. Uh, this is what he said on the text line. Hunter Lincoln, I mean, on the uh, Sarah Heyman text line. You guys act like Rodgers is ass. Okay. Dude is the reigning two time defending NFL MVP uh, that started the season with a bunch of rookie wideouts and then a fractured thumb on his throwing hand in week five. He has played with it all year. Next year, those rookies will have a year under their belt, uh, they will have a higher draft pick. And they will hopefully get another weapon where um, salary cap issues help, help me to understand that one. Um, he will be back next year. And so will the pack. You got, you clowns are ridiculous. Now let's let, just look at their roster and tell me they've got a bunch of old, old veterans, old guys. Yes. They've got some young guys, but at the end of the day, if you win and their record could win a few more games and I think they could if Aaron Rodgers is playing. I think they could win some more games. That kills your get a high draft pick type of situation mm-hmm. at that point. So I'm saying put love in, see what love can do. Let Aaron, who's going to have to take, why would you, if you think you're going anywhere with that roster and with your salary issues, you are a clown. No. Because there's, there's no, no way, way they're going anywhere beyond where they're at, which is middle of the pack. Period. And, and 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 no pun on pack. They're going to be in the middle of the pack with the roster that they have. And you're not going to be able to make any major enhancements with salary cap issues that they have. And a lot of that has to do with Aaron Rodgers' salary. Yeah. So help me. Break it down for me. Write it on the text. Show me where they go then. And help I, me to understand that. And I completely uh, agree with you, too. And I think the Mississippi Mud Dog is a Packers fan because – uh, okay, you have an early draft pick. You're not going to draft I don't a think receiver. He's at, well, first of all, real quick, I'm sorry. Let me finish my point. Go Nate, for it. I don't think he's. I don't think he's ass. I think he's still a prize. I think he's still good. I, I think he's still good. I think he's still great. I think you give him the right type of weapons, he can still make things happen. But it ain't gonna happen in Green Bay. No. So that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm looking out for for his legacy, his ending. Go out with a bang. You stay up there, you're going to be in the middle of the pack, and you ain't going nowhere. That's the way I see it. And I see it, too. And and who's your best weapon? Christian Watson? Romeo Dobbs? I, I mean, and, and you can say that you're going to draft a, a receiver in the first round. Well, you haven't done that since 2005. So what leads you to believe that they're going to do it this season? So I, I trust me. And even if you do get a rookie receiver, that's what you want to bank on. Even when right. even when Rodgers had Devontae Adams, they still couldn't make it to a conference championship game. And I'm telling you right now, you're not going to get a Devontae Adams even if you do take a receiver in the first round. I'm with you, Strick. I don't see the yeah. Packers doing really yeah, much of anything. Crazy. But uh, it's all good. We'll bring in Steve Sipple on three, Husker Online. Sip, what do you think about the Aaron Rodgers situation? <laughs> I don't follow it that close. No. Oh. I really don't. I mean, I like Aaron Rodgers, though. Um, 
he's a complex individual, but I don't. It's not like I'm following the Packers. I just know they're struggling and just had a bad loss. But I don't, and I know, and I know the receiver situation. Um, there's a lot. It just call it to me. It falls under the category of football is pretty complex, and we start making judgments about individual players. We do that a lot without considering full context. Um, we do it all the time. This is just what we do um we did it we do it at nebraska with quarterbacks um without you know we did a lot with adrian without we judge adrian without really considering what was around him or what was not around him so yeah i mean i get it um there are times when it's clear an individual has fallen off but i don't think rogers and if you put rogers you put rogers with a bunch of weapons you think he's not gonna throw for a zillion yards and touchdowns no, I agree with you, Sip, and I think that's why I think they probably should have prioritized Devontae Adams in the offseason, but here we are. Steve Sipple, Husker Online on are. three, joining us. Uh, here we are. That's a great segue because here we are with Matt Rule, and, and we'll dive into it a little bit, but I just kind of want your initial reactions from the press conference because it sounds like uh, Husker fans, for the most part, are pretty impressed. Well, it's hard not to be, and I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I mean – of an interesting discussion to me because I was saying a lot in the weeks leading to the, the press conference that the press conference doesn't matter. I don't know that I'll say that going forward I, in, in this life. <laughs> I don't have that much longer, but in this life, I'm, I, I'm not going to be that guy that says, hey, the press conference doesn't matter. It, I think it does matter. It mattered yesterday. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it swayed people that weren't really on board, some people. Um, I think when you see that sort of energy and eloquence um, at a podium and that sort of poise at a podium, Mm -hmm. it's easy to imagine that eloquence, that poise, and that enthusiasm transferred into the living room of recruits, um, into the living room of the living rooms of possible transfers. I don't know. I guess you can't do that, but whatever. Um, That, but, you see where I'm going. I, I can see that energy, eloquence, and passion transferred into the the team meeting room where he'll, he'll when, when he'll address the entire team on a weekly basis. Yeah, it matters. It mattered to me. I mean, I was taken by it. I was, mm-hmm. I was. You know, he's the son of a minister. Mm-hmm. You can see that he's paid attention probably to his father. Um, it's just like it's just like AD at our place is the ticket. AD's really yeah. eloquent and 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 he and he's a dyna- AD is a dynamic speaker and his dad, you know, his dad was a minister. So it kind of reminded me of that. Steve Sipple, Husker Online on three joining us right now. Uh, Sip, what's kind of the difference or maybe the similarities? Uh, whatever did you see from Scott Frost's introduction to Matt Rule? Because obviously both are going to have a lot of coach speak, a lot are going to say things that Husker fans want to see. But like like everyone else, we want to see results. What, what what were some of the differences that you saw between those two introductory press conferences? Well, and, and yeah, they're, they're different guys, so it's going to be different. Right. Matt, Scott is, and and I, that's not. This is not to say Scott didn't have a, you know, a, he didn't make a good appearance at his introductory news conference. Right. He did, but he's different. He's not an orator. You know, he didn't. That's not that's not Scott's comfort zone. You know, Scott was seated, um, 
you know, that was a, that was one major difference. Scott was seated. It's not Scott. Come on, you know. I mean, anybody who knows Scott at all knows that that's not his. That's not where he excels. Right. Uh, it's not, and that's all right. That's not where Bill Belichick excels. Excels, and he's one of the best to ever do it. I mean, I'm, he's fine at a podium. Don't get me wrong. And he can. I'm sure he could go in front of a crowd and give a good speech. But that's not what his favorite thing to do is. And there's a lot of coaches throughout the course of time that don't excel at the podium. Um, but rule does. And I, I, and I do think it, it can matter in a lot of ways. Now, does it matter? It doesn't matter, you know, in the fourth quarter when he's got to manage clock, that doesn't matter, but it, it can matter in some parts of his coaching acumen. Steve Simple Husker online on three. Sip, what do you make of? I saw that you were one of the first to to announce that Matt Rule will be given seven million dollars for his coaching staff. Uh, how do you interpret that's gonna that's gonna fall here in the next few weeks? Because I would assume that with recruiting heating up here in the next few days, honestly, uh, we'll yeah. know pretty soon who it's going to be. How do you think that plays out? The staff, yes. Yeah, we're seeing it. I mean, um, give me a second here. I mean, we're starting to see it um, already. I mean, we're getting a pretty good idea right. of what this – I mean, we, you know, we've already seen Marcus Satterfield from South Carolina as the OC. Okay, Satterfield's a huge hire. I mean, he's an important hire. I'm not I'm – not, I don't know that I've – I've only done – a little bit of study on Satterfield. He's intriguing. South Carolina just comes off two gigantic wins where right. they put up a where, where they put up a lot of offense against Tennessee and Clemson. Now he had a rocky ride at South Carolina, mm-hmm. though. Did Satterfield? It was a rocky ride. Um, but you know, I mean, he's pro style offense. He'll run the ball. Now you know, there's some stats that will show that. Maybe they don't, he doesn't run it like a lot of Nebraska fans want, but I think he'll run the ball. Um, EJ Barthel just was this afternoon. We found out just a little bit ago that he'd be the running. He'll be the running backs coach. He comes from UConn, but but has been with Rule. Um, he was with Rule at Temple and Carolina. So what you're seeing um, are all these guys are, you know, the familiar to Rule. They've been with him at Temple and Baylor and Carolina, or at least one of them. Um, Terrence Knight, and you saw him, um, he was a Carolina Panthers assistant D-line coach. He'll be the D-line coach. Terrence Pot Roast Knight. Evan Cooper, it will be the secondary coach. Um, again, Carolina Panthers corners coach. Evan Cooper was at Temple and Baylor. So you see the Corey Campbell's a strength coach. He was with, he's been with Rule. So you see that pattern, and it happens a lot. You know, right. It happens a lot in this business where you go with guys you're familiar with, and that's what's happening so far. So you're starting to – it's getting solidified pretty quickly. I imagine by the end of the day there will be one or two more. Yes, yeah, um yeah, One sir. of the things I, – I would love to stay on football, but obviously the Huskers are going to participate tomorrow in the ACC a big 10 challenge. And uh, it's the second time they're going to face this Boston college team in which they won in 2017. Um, they've got a, they've got a tough stretch that's coming up. Creighton, Purdue. Um, what do you see this, this would do for this Huskers team in helping them 
uh, as they're about to go through one of the st- toughest stretches of their conference. I mean, of their of this season in games. Of their schedule, yeah. No, no. It's. I think it's. This is a big game Wednesday night against Boston College. Um, I mean, if they can get back-to-back wins, that'd be great. And, and they need to because these teams are down. I mean, Florida State mm-hmm. is staring in the face of a one and nine start. If yeah. you look at their, if you look at their schedule, Florida State had injuries. They have had a key suspension. Florida State can't play the sort of defense, pressure defense that Leonard Hamilton likes to play. They just can't do it because of. They don't have the personnel to do it. Um, Boston College is way down. I mean, this is a, I mean Nebraska. I don't know if there's a line or not. I think Nebraska would be favored in this game. Uh, Boston College is that far down. So that's no. This is important. I think it was important for Nebraska to feel good, um, get out of Orlando that tournament with a win against Florida State. And I watched it. They played well. They, and they did what they should do against Florida State. They're better than Florida State. They'll be better in Boston College, so do what you're supposed to do. Nebraska, the, re- the rest of the season, won't be better than too many teams, but they're catching two that they are better than. So, and, you know, they're catching Boston College at home. So get it done. I bet they will. I, I like, you know, I like the way – they don't have enough talent in Nebraska that, right now. They don't. But I like the way they play. They play hard. Those guys they brought in are – I mean, not just the guys they brought in. Everybody. This team plays hard. I mean, I, yeah. I do. I, I think that we have to acknowledge that. They play well together. They, and I love the way Gary and Vandermeer and Greasel and, I mean, even the, and, and to the holdovers too, Derek and they say, those guys are playing hard, man. I mean, that's, I, I respect that because it's not, hey, man, they're not, they're, they're not that good. They're not, they don't have a lot of talent. But they, but man, they're hard players. They play hard. Steve Zippel, Husker Online on three, joining us right now. Zip, last question I have for you. We're going to flip back to football real quick. Uh, I, I just got to ask. We know about the seven million to keep assistance. No word of Mickey Joseph yet. How do you see him fitting into this equation, or, or do you see him moving on to another opportunity? Uh, it's, it's a really hard call. It's a difficult mm-hmm. call. Um. I think he'll have he'll have a chance. It may become a money discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know what it, I, have, I actually do have an idea what Mickey wants. I don't wouldn't want to get into it on the radio, but uh, it may become a money discussion. Um, and it's also it also could come down to what else he has out there. You know, what does right. I mean? Mickey Mickey isn't going to have a hard time finding a job. So what else is out there? Um, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go. It could, might be a little bit of a close call, but I do think it could come down to money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how those dominoes fall again. We'll probably know about this coaching staff here within the next week because recruiting is about to get underway. And, Sip, if you want to get more great content from you as we go through the recruiting process, how can they do so? HuskerOnline.com. Um, it's it's um, Yeah, we're, we're pumping a lot. I think we pumped out 14 stories yesterday. So there's a lot. There's a lot. I only did one. Um, that's all they can get out of me. But they, <laughs> we're, there's a lot going on, and this would be a great time to sign up. And I think we're over 11,000 subscriptions. So, um, yeah, there's a lot. HuskerOnline.com. Thanks for asking. Sip, always great stuff from you and your team. We appreciate you joining us. We'll talk to you next week.
I appreciate you having me, guys. Have a good day. Yep, there he goes. Steve Sipple on three. Husker Online, we appreciate him joining us each and every Tuesday. Breaking down some of the coaching situations because Matt Rule is officially the head coach at the University of Nebraska. we got to take a quick break. Crossover coming up next. Jay Foreman, DP, back in studio. We'll get some of their thoughts coming up next. Stay with us on the block. 93.7 The Ticket. Oh. 